you guys. We stopped racism. We we stopped racism. Yeah. Sorry. Can I say welcome to the damn not here zone? Would that be yes. okay? Yeah, that's fine. Welcome to the fourth Chaos Emerald Zone. Welcome. <laughs> this this is the podcast where we find out who I am. Yes. Specifically Isaiah and no one else. Yeah, just me. Oh wait, hold it. I've got it. Welcome to the no spin damn hyphen not hyphen here zone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the no spin damn not here zone. Okay, yeah. Welcome to the no hyphen zone. <laughs> this this week uh, we played Shadow the Hedgehog and also Again. last week. <laughs> this, this time we're talking about the the plot of this crazy game. Have you always been the person to introduce our like second episode parts? Because you always do this oh, bit man. where you're like, we played this game, Ellipses, again. <laughs> How many second parts have we had so far? I think we've I think had our four. Four, yeah. Four. Yeah, it, it sounds like I've done the intro four times. So I'm Isaiah. I'm Charlie. I'm Steven, the one who remembers a time when I did the same intro scheme and Isaiah roasted me for not introducing him. You said later that we should introduce ourselves instead of each other, and so I'm just doing that scheme. I just, like, oh it boy. always gets me. Because sometimes we do introduce each other, and sometimes we don't. I was just saying it was okay either way, but I okay. thought it was funny. Okay. That, like, you, like, we've all now adopted the scheme that I did once, which was letting you guys introduce yourself. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Yeah. Okay. So, I guess we're going to talk about the story, right? Yeah, the intro that's of the it. plan. Now we say intro, we're not talking about like the intro of the game, like the pre-game stuff, or we just gonna talk about like when you start the story mode. Yeah, yeah I... when you hit the A button on like new game. Okay, yeah, yeah, gunshot. I'm gonna be <laughs> looking on the Sonic Wiki for most of this because it's like a very it's a very weird uh, beginning, so you'll have to uh, a bear with me. So Shadow is like he's on a hill next to a tree and there's a black comet. It's not a newspaper. It's a Black Comet Festival that happens every 50 years. Hmm. Yeah. What else happened 50 years ago? <laughs> Was it Woodstock? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, yes. Sure. Shadow is the child of the 50s. <laughs> <laughs> that would explain actually a lot. He is. A, he is actually a baby boomer. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. He, he's just trying to find amnesia. He thinks about Maria because he always thinks about Maria. Yeah. Right, but this time he doesn't remember who she is. Yeah. He's like, he's being haunted by the name Maria, but doesn't have any more information than that. Yeah. And then this guy... That's an interesting word to describe this character. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> named Black Doom shows up. <laughs> this guy named Black Doom. It's a, it's a floating starfish. There's like yeah. a sky that has all his alien race creatures come out, and Black Doom is like... Specifically, it's Earth Sky. Yeah. He's like, bring yeah. me the Chaos Emeralds. Or, should I? No, I should do like... Bring me the Chaos Emeralds. That's, that's pretty good. Bring me the Chaos Emeralds. And then he Shadow. disappears, and then Shadow's like, Shadow. well, I guess I'm going to go get the Chaos Emeralds. I don't know I don't know who I am. Uh, what's this Shadow the Hedgehog fellow? And he goes to Westopolis, and that's the first stage. Does Black Doom say, if you bring me the Chaos Emeralds, I'll tell you about your past? In, in some phrase like that. Yeah, yeah. he does say that. I, I'm, I'm kind of skimming through this. Yeah. And he's like, he's promising something, but... Yeah. And Shadow, like, it's weird because you see this intro every time you play the game. And Shadow, like... Just goes with it? Seems... Yeah, like, it seems like he wants to do what Doom says. But, like, 
then you can just choose to not do what he says, yeah. like, right away. In fact, away. two of your three options are to not do what he says. Yeah. Yeah. The neutral one, he doesn't... He punishes you, but, like, the hero one, he kind of just goes with it. He's like, we have located... <laughs> yeah, it's we weird. We the next Chaos Emerald, and Sonic's like, oh, yeah, time to go to the next level. And Shadow's like, okay. And then when you help him that second <laughs> level, he's like... Uh, you helped me, but I am going to unleash the Black Bull against you because I hate you. Yeah, Black Doom is like, um, I know we had our differences before, <laughs> but it'll be okay. Uh, here, just do some stuff for me, please. I'm, I'm not gonna do a Black Doom I voice. I need some groceries from the store. I don't, I don't know how much we're gonna talk about, like, diverting path stories. I, I think we want to talk about some of the, the core stuff, right? Yeah, I, ho I, I hope mean, I'm not think, jumping yeah. ahead too much by talking about this. This game is kind of about... I, I would say that this game, at its core, its narrative is about Shadow's identity, whether that is defined by what he does or what he was. Yeah. Yeah. It sort of has a lot of, like, oh, Shadow doesn't remember anything except for some of the things that he remembers. We're going to retcon some things from Sonic Adventure 2. And kind of forget that heroes even existed. Yeah, yeah, we're also going to literally just pretend Sonic Battle didn't exist. Yeah, it's like you either have to believe in Shadow the Hedgehog or you have to believe in heroes in battle. Yeah, and even like with heroes, right, it's implied that the Shadow in Heroes and the Shadow in Shadow are the same, but the Shadow in Heroes is very strongly implied to not be the same Shadow as Sonic Adventure 2. Heroes is too cryptic. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and Shadow the Hedgehog is also cryptic, like... It's, it's very much a toss-up, and I think even the true ending is like, eh, you know, doesn't matter. Right. Yeah, it really doesn't, and none of this really comes back later, right? Yeah. Well, no, I guess not. Are there references to this game in 06? So, Sonic Chronicles has the gun commander in it, and that's all <laughs> I can really remember <laughs> oh my God, as that's this right. is a reference. Oh my god, this, this character. He has like his own little cartoon render, and I think that's a good transition because... Pretty much no matter what you do, he appears in a cutscene. Like, he's yeah. the second cutscene after you be a level. And he's a general man, like, just an army dude. Yeah. But he has eyes of two different colors. Which, it's like, I guess they need to give him a defining trait. I like that that was like, how do we make a human character look interesting? We've never had to do this before. <laughs> it's like, it's so weird because the only time I've ever, uh, I, don't, I don't know what it's called. Like, it's asyncratic chromia or something like that. It's dichromia, I think it's just what it's yeah, called. Yeah, because the only time not, I've ever, like, seen this in media is in uh, uh, X2, and that's in a villain. So I was, like, I was under the impression that this guy had, like, psychic powers or something. <laughs> but that was literally just because I watched X2 before playing this game. There's this amazing character from Devil May Cry 3 who is this bald man, and he's just, like, a kind of weird guy that you meet at the beginning and it turns out that he's also playing the role of a different villain. But you meet, like, a, a girl who has two different eye colors. And then you notice that because she's, like, got a more saturated design and you see her face a lot more. But then you see the bald man again and you realize that he has two different eye colors. And then they kind of make it clear that you're supposed to glean from that that they're related. Which is weird because having two different eye colors is not something that, like, every child of every parent has. <laughs> Yeah. Like, eye color can be hereditary, but I don't think both of them. <laughs> yeah. So, this character, he, like, gets, you know, talked to by a soul. He's like, oh, they have invaded Westopolis. We're trying to contain them. And he's like, a shadow there? He's like, uh, maybe? Kill him. He, like, yeah. But isn't he on our side? No, kill him. 
I I do like that this man's vendetta, because he he does have a vendetta against Shadow for reasons that he gets into, uh, depending on which route you take in the story, uh, mm-hmm. which I which I like. I don't like what the vendetta is because it's lame, but I like that it's there. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I like that because he has that vendetta, that explains why the soldiers are always trying to get you, no matter who you're trying to help. Yeah. Right. I do wish, like, I know it would be really hard to write this, considering all the different ways you can sort of attack this game, yeah. both as a writer and a player, but I wish that there was sort of, like, something he did to imply which route you had to go on to learn more about him, because I was curious, but I couldn't remember which route I had to take, yeah. so I just kind of started from the middle, because neutral is easy, and then I did one dark, dark route? Is it called dark, or is it called evil? I think it's dark. It's evil or dark, but we could probably alternate it. It is dark. Okay, yeah, so I played uh, one dark mission and then just did all neutral after that to, like, sort of get a clean sweep of the levels. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't 100% this game, obviously. I'm trying my hardest to, despite how much it's going to kill me. <laughs> I, I would love to see you do it, because no one else will. Because I, I already drove myself insane with Sonic Adventure 2, but this is probably a whole other beast, because, like... By the way, there's, like, a little title for every single minute route you take. Yeah. All like three hundred or something. It's like three hundred fifty or something like that. It's it's insane. Let me let me Google it. Do you care if I like talk about like the next like prominent cutscene? Hold on. There are three hundred and twenty six total library sequence titles. Okay. Which is incredible. Wild. Yeah. Insane. And, and it kind of gives you like maybe a perspective of like the rowdy text because you go to different areas, but it's like still like doesn't matter. And we'll talk about that a bit more. Yeah. But yeah, go for the next cutscene. I think this is after you beat the second level. It goes to, like, the quote-unquote White House where the president, like, it's basically the same president from Sonic Adventure 2, but with, like, darker hair. Like, he kind of seems younger, but that could have been just yeah, Sonic weird. Adventure 2's weird rendering. Right. Sonic Adventure 2 makes everyone look blurry. He's basically getting getting a briefing about how the black aliens are invading things. And he's like, we will not succumb to terrorists and stuff like that. He's, he's not the only character who undergoes design changes from Sonic Adventure 2 to this game. Like My favorite design change about Shadow is that he's made of rubber now. <laughs> yeah, they're just using, the, like I said, they're just using the Sonic Heroes renders. and it's He's just, just so shiny! Everyone is so shiny compared to like the weirdly bland, textured everyone else. Well, and like the way he jumps when he's on a rail, like his legs sort of like noodle out for a little bit and they stretch and like spin around and he does these like cartoon motions. Yo, can I just say, though, they finally got jumping from rail to rail to work properly. Oh, dude. Oh, perfectly. It works so well in this It game. works so well, and in Sonic Heroes, it's the worst thing in the universe, and in Sonic Adventure 2, it's mostly pretty good. It's it's a little weird, but, like, this one definitely perfects it. In Sonic Heroes, it's the reason, like, Charlie and I told you that Fly is the good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you can just safely do everything with the rails and Fly. The president's like, yeah, we're not gonna... And then he looks at a photograph of Sonic and Shadow in front of the White House, and you're yeah. like, "When was this taken?" Shadow burned up when the, when they defeated yeah. uh, the Black Arms, but it just—it's also the, set in the daytime, right? It looked like it was sunset or something. Yeah, like they're never together at that time. Of Unless day. like it is gonna canonize heroes, where it's like, oh, I guess they took this picture at some point. Like I get the idea. Like I can even buy that the president has a picture of two hedgehogs on his desk because they saved the world. You know, put put a picture of the people who saved the entire planet on your desk. I get that. But yeah. there's just literally no chronological time that they could have gotten that picture. 
Like, yeah, because there wasn't like a photo shoot yeah. before Shadow killed himself to save the Shadow world. Shadow died. <laughs> like he's not around to take pictures. You know what? I, I wasn't. I'm not really sure how we're supposed to do this, but I'm just kind of going at my own free will at this point because. Dude, you take the helm. So I'm gonna start with the dark route. So okay. when you kill all the people in Westopolis the first stage, you go to like Gun's like computer program, and this is where. It defines cyberspace as a thing you can just get into. Okay. And we'll, we'll get back to cy- cy- how Shadow actually gets into cyberspace. It seems for the most part, like, Shadow just used Chaos Control to teleport, or Black Doom teleports him. He teleports into a computer, though. Yeah, my interpretation was that, you know how there's, like, those little points where if you hit the X button, Shadow turns into a ball and then moves through, like, goop? Yeah. For anyone who's unfamiliar, there's, like, these little goop trails that, like, if you just stand on them, Shadow gets, like, sucked through a... Alien goop tube. Yeah, goop tube. My interpretation as a youth was that like Black Doom somehow plugged one of those into like a USB port and then just like launches Shadow through <laughs> using the like Black Goop maneuver. But Rouge is there also. Yeah, Rouge is there to be your hero guy. Yeah, and also like doesn't Charmy and Vector like, or not Charmy, not Vector, just Charmy. Doesn't he like help you get into a computer yeah, at some point? Yeah, it's kind of uh... Espio. I think well, Espio goes with you at least. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I don't. I don't want to divert to that part of it though. Yeah. Because you're supposed. You're basically <laughs> supposed to destroy like the mainframe or something in this. And like, there's these little sequences where you're like automatically moving on a flat path, and then you get blocked by firewalls. It's just. I like it when just games like try walls. to define what being in a computer is like, even if it's the most <laughs> dumbest shit ever. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best about Digimon. Like Digimon is just nothing but like this isn't how computers work. <laughs> yeah. So your your next dark mission kind of takes you a bit of a diversion i guess where it's not like related to black doom at all you go to eggman's castle which i guess is the same one from heroes and you can either help amy find cream and cheese but you can just help eggman light his torches to defend against the black creatures which is funny because the route you're taking is to like work for the black creatures but helping eggman yeah and even if you help eggman there's a boss after that where you just face the egg breaker i believe and you face this like two other yeah. times in the story. I, I have a problem with the way this game says, okay, so there's a boss after this stage, uh, regardless of what route you take, Yeah. and you're just going to be fighting the evil faction of that stage, even if you help them. Well, it's like a hero faction in a few cases, but like... Yeah, but it's it's just like, you're just fighting somebody that you had a, like, you might have just been helping... And right, usually yeah. the writing just kind of pretends that you didn't help them. Yeah. It's almost as if to imply that, like, don't trust evil people or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's also just, like, the writing here doesn't sort of, like, think about every angle that you can attack something at. Because you can literally just, like, betray someone and then switch sides and then betray them again by the end. Yeah, and, it's... like, it'll treat it as if you were just being neutral after the first mission. The, the story means nothing. <laughs> well, I also think this sort of, like, dichotomy of dark to hero doesn't make sense anyway like i like we call it neutral because it's in the middle but it's not it's only neutral like story-wise insofar as it's very passive it's selfish it's not neutral yeah uh which selfish isn't like better than evil really can i can i get into factions would that be okay well i first, the first thing i want to do is while we were on the mission in the a oh, castle yeah. thing i want to talk about amy's situation so, one of my favorite narrative pieces of this game, and favorite is in air quotes, is that Amy's back, and she's hanging out with Shadow. And we discussed how, in Sonic Adventure 2, 
Shadow and Amy have this really interesting relationship by the end where she sort of like gets Shadow out of his funk and like Shadow decides that he wants to like protect everyone and then he kind of specifies Amy. Yeah, and also that's the one valuable thing Amy does in that game and so it has like value to it. Whether or not it was entirely executed well, it's a great concept. Yeah, and it's got impact, like you remember it. Yeah. So I was wondering if they were going to expand upon their relationship in this level, because I think this is the only level with Amy in it, right? Right. I believe so, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I started out this level thinking, like, oh, you know what? I'm going to be hero route the whole time, even though I'm playing neutral, and I want to see what Amy says. And the majority of her voice clips center around either telling you to find Cream again, which, you know, that's fine. She's reminding you of your goal, which is, in that case, to find Cream. Or being grossed out. Uh, well... The other thing that she does is when you interact with the enemies in this level, which are Eggman's robots and the black aliens, when you attack Eggman's robots, Amy gets mad at you for some reason. She says, they didn't do anything, stop. Yeah. And then also, like, she says stuff to imply that she's okay with Eggman right now because he's just not the black aliens. And, like, then if you kill black aliens, she gets this sort of, like, bloodthirsty, like, bent where she just starts, like, saying, yes, kill more of them. Kill them all. Eliminate the black aliens. That's what they always say. That's, like, every hero character. <laughs> but, like, specifically, Amy is, like, saying, don't hurt the robots, and then, like, shouting for joy that you're murdering the aliens. <laughs> it, it's so funny because in a few levels, like, killing the robots is how you fill the dark meter because the black aliens are there to feel the hero meter even though, yeah. like, Eggman also wants you to beat the black aliens, it's... Right, and, like, also, Eggman is obviously still a bad guy, because, like you said, right after that mission, he fights you. Yeah. Alright, so we need to talk about the factions here. Okay, go ahead. So there are the black aliens, which are often also called the black creatures, which is worse, right? <laughs> Much worse. The, the entire name concept is terrible. Also, Black Doom, which is his name calls them the Black Arms, and also they came from the Black Comet. It's just... The Convenient naming. This is just bad. It's tone deaf. <laughs> it's tone deaf, exactly. So we have those guys who have invaded Earth, and they want to either take over it or destroy it? I mean, they kind of explain it later on, but we'll get into that. Yeah. We have the black aliens who have invaded Earth, and they want to invade they Earth? They think that they want to destroy the Earth, but in reality, they just want to enslave Earth, I guess, because they can't be trusted. Right. I get the sense that the game is deliberately vague because there are bits in the story where Black Doom alludes to you will find out like tomorrow or soon enough or whatever. Yeah, for the ritual. But each time it's like sometimes it's about something other than the ritual. Sometimes it's like our true intention. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then that time never comes unless it comes up in the final story. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it does. But it kind of sucks that it's like, yeah, so we're we're killing pretty much every human we can for reasons. Yeah. Which which kind of makes it hard to feel particularly compelling, especially if I'm supposed to align myself with them, I guess. Yeah. So we have them, and then we have Gun, which from Sonic Adventure 2 is the world military, but mostly American military, I guess. It's also unclear. Where every single soldier is voice acted by one person. Yeah. Which is the worst thing. <laughs> and they're not a particularly good voice actor. No, they are not. So if the Black Aliens are the worst of the factions, Gun is the most good of the factions. And because we need to trust them, they are represented by all the furry friends. Yeah, I, I guess I would say the furry friends are the possibly the other most good faction. But they're not really... They're not really present narratively. Yeah, you, you can't target them, so they don't come up in the story. Yeah. Sonic is the most 
present, kind of. Like, even whenever you're helping a Sonic character, which is what I'm going to refer to them, because I don't like saying furry friends. Because <laughs> not all of them are furry, anyway. Even when you're helping a Sonic character, it just kind of seems like they're doing their own thing, and... You just happen to be there? Yeah, you happen to be yeah. there, and you're like, well, Black Doom... I don't feel like doing what he says, so I'll do what you say instead. Like, like Charmony B is like, you ever find any top secret discs? And you're like, I guess I'll look for some discs. And then he's like, thanks for the discs, goodbye, and it never comes up again. It's, well, yeah. I, I can come up with, like, a weird narrative sequence for that, but I'll get to that later. Yeah. I think that, like, the biggest problem this game has narratively is just that none of, none of what you do feels like you chose to do it. It's all coincidental. Yeah. It's very, like, come up with it yourself, death of the author, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, thinking about the Sonic characters, it's it reminds me of, like, uh, the Star Wars prequels, where they're, like, the Jedi leading the clone troopers, but they're not, like, necessarily affiliated with them. They're, like, generals, but it doesn't make sense because they're not, like, the same faction, necessarily. Yeah, they're, like, here and gone, also. I guess since we're talking about factions, we can talk about a more neutral, which is Eggman, because he's the only other person. He mostly takes up dark missions, but is a hero in one particular mission. Yeah, he sort of, I mean, he is the the neutral missions. He hates both factions, really. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's not neutral, he's against both parties. Yeah. And so I think the, the sort of moral scale breaks down most apparently when you consider those three factions. Because yeah. Eggman's role is very inconsistent, and also, he's definitely not neutral. Like, he's a bad guy. He just also doesn't want the world to be destroyed. Yeah, but in the last story, he's kind of a quirky anti-hero kind of thing. Yeah. Kind of like in Sonic Heroes, honestly. Yeah. But, like, Amy is still pro-Eggman, even though it's very clear by the point that you're at in the game that, like, he's not a good guy. Yeah. And also, Gun isn't really a great faction either. No, they. I mean, they did shoot Maria. Because it's a military-industrial complex. Yeah, because on top of literally being the military-industrial complex, which I maintain is the entire point of Sonic Adventure 2. Yeah. I think it's one of the points. I don't think it's the entire well, point. There yeah. is a part where you fight a giant alien lizard in space. It represents human corruption. The ultimate life form. Yeah, so, I mean, there are a bunch of flashback levels, right, where it's like, hey, Gun did some crappy stuff. Well, there's only three, right? There, I think there are only two flashback levels. I could be wrong. But so it's like, look at this situation in which Gun is doing something bad. Like, you know, killing everybody on the Ark, including your best friend Maria. Yeah. Your actual soulmate, Maria. Your actual soulmate, Maria. And then also the general of Gun is literally trying to kill you whether or not you help him or not. Yeah. So that's not great. Right. But it doesn't really hold up because you have... I'm going to be a hero and, and side with this, like, kind of crappy faction that I don't care about, as opposed to being neutral by siding with no one slash with Dr. Eggman, the guy who wants to take over the world. Or I could be evil and side with the people who just kind of want to destroy stuff. And that's the only one that actually matches up. Yeah, well... The other problem is that, like, the Black Comet just shows up, like, literally they tell you that it hasn't been around for 50 years, and, like, you're expected to just kind of understand what they're about, and, like, Shadow is just this weird, impressionable kid <laughs> that if you play as the Dark One, you're just like, okay, That's exactly cool. exactly how to describe yeah. it. Black Doom goes, kill the humans, and Shadow goes, okay. And then Black Doom is also like, can you pick up the kids after school, too? 
Fine. And Shadow's like, yeah, sure, whatever. There's a, a bit in one of the darker... like, Because Shadow says something after every mission. like, And he says something different based on which specific task you perform. And so I was playing the game today, and there was a bit where he was like, disgusting humans. And I was like, he learned that from Dad. Like, he, <laughs> he picked that up from Black Doom. Black Doom says that. Shadow did not feel that way, like, an hour of gameplay ago. Yeah. Okay. I think I think we're good to get back All on right. track. Yeah, yeah. I, I love it when we go on tangents when I'm like in the middle of something. <laughs> so after you help Eggman defend a castle against the black aliens, Black Doom summons you again, and then you're like, you're standing like next to him in front of like other Black Doom, like you're 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 a part of an army basically, and you're invading Central City. You have to activate bombs, and after that, you're like, okay, now we're going up to the Ark, and I'm like, wait, what? And you have to <laughs> destroy their defense system. Or just get the Chaos Emerald. But then you destroy the defense system, and it's like, alright, we're gonna invade the gun base. I really <laughs> like that the arc comes back often in this game. Yeah. But I don't like the way that the routes that you take, like, don't match up with each other. And that's kind of something this game, like, has a problem with, is no matter where you go, a Chaos Emerald is there. Yeah, it's, yep. it's really weird. And so there's a mission where you're on the arc and the arc is falling apart for reasons that I don't think are ever explained. It's just you're there and it's, it's just falling a gimmick. Apart. And it's a very cool concept for a stage. I think I said in the last episode, not executed very well. But then if you play that and then you go the exact opposite route, then you're helping Doom destroy the arc and he needs your help to do it. He doesn't do it without you. Right. He's just an eye. He doesn't do anything himself. He's a, one of those kind of people. Yeah. So that's how why come... you should trust him. How come it's exploding? Like on that's its the thing own? about both Doom and Eggman is that they're just like in a vessel and not actually helping you and like everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, if the other person with you is one of the Sonic characters and you have a second controller plugged in, player two can control them. Unless you're Charmy, because he's basically the same as the other two. We yeah. just talked about. Rip Charmy. You you can do a little attack and do a homing attack. It's a really it's a really cool thing. It's very reminiscent of like you know Sonic Two. Yeah. Actually, you can even play as Maria. Oh, yeah, you can't play as Maria, but she can't do a homing attack. No, yeah, she can't. Can she even jump? She can uh, jump. I think so, yeah. She just can't do a spin jump because she's a human. Imagine if Maria just freaking did a homing attack. <laughs> yeah, dude, what a disgusting human. <laughs> disgusting humans. If we're on, like, the true <laughs> dark path, should I just talk about the endings you get from it? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say I'd say instead of like talking level to level, if there are specific levels that you want to mention right. that you have like No, I mean I just want to say, talk about it, them but... very briefly. Like I'll give some narrative context for all of them, but Yeah. So I think the endings are the most important part. Really. Yeah. But the pure dark ending, you basically say you're going to bring order and justice to the humans. Cause you, you face you basically face Sonic and the gun commander who's in a mech called Diablon. And that's usually the, the quintessential uh, dark boss. But yeah. if you're a hero, you face Black Doom in most cases, and that's the case for this level. And after that, you, you defeat Black Doom and say, I'm going to take over the universe, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if, he, if he's going to run the Black Army now or what. It's not really clear. Also, he always says, this is who I am. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, whenever the game refers to an amount of Chaos Emeralds, like if it's like, First, second, third. It, the subtitles are always in all caps for some reason. And the same applies to when he says the phrase, this is who I am. Yeah. Even if he's not saying it loudly, 
the subtitles still are in all caps. Mm-hmm. And at the end of every single ending, Shadow explains that something is who he is. Yeah. Despite yeah. it often not actually... Like, the line is really forced in there. Right. You know? Yeah, like, the only one that I think it really makes a lot of sense for is the neutral ending where he's like, I'm a robot, this is who I am, but, well, like, we'll get it's to irrelevant we'll get to, to my one. rule. The, uh, I, I have one other that I think it's relevant for, but it's oh, Charlie's okay. least favorite. So, <laughs> going down the line to, like, less dark, there are two missions that are in that kind of category. The first one is called The Doom, which is one of two of the levels where Shadows transport to the past. But this is one by Black Doom showing, like, what happened. Like, how the gun soldiers went after Maria and whatever. So, basically, yeah. Black Doom will have you just kill all the humans or, you know, all the gun soldiers, whatever, because there's also robots. Yeah. And Maria will want you to save, like, ten scientists using healing. But, obviously, the, the if you do the Dark Vision, it'll take you to the arc level that I mentioned earlier, where you destroy everything. But the neutral ending is where you get to the, to the next... Uh, semi-dark level, which is called Black Comet, and uh, you could probably guess where that takes place. Yeah. So if <laughs> if you have Doom as your partner and you get to a downed scientist, Doom will be like, "Yeah. So how how did this person get injured? Think about it. Think about it." Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh man." I was playing that mission earlier. <laughs> He's just like, uh, "This healing unit. Why do humans cling on to their existence?" He's just very anti-human. I hate Black Doom, but I really like the think about it line. <laughs> Even though it doesn't make any sense. It, I mean, okay, so his his actual the think about it, the thing you're thinking about is the reason these scientists got injured is because the gun soldiers came in to put a stop to their research through violent yeah. force. Yeah, so it's like you save the people that they destroyed or destroy the people who destroyed them. Yeah, basically. but like if you think about it even a little bit longer than that, First of all, he's the one taking you, quote-unquote, back in time. So he could just be showing you a lie. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's... Second of all, like... Because that's not how he remembered in Sonic Adventure 2, but we didn't see a lot. Yeah. But, like, the the gun guys are shooting scientists, but, like, for all we know, the scientists are currently making, like, the evil wizard. Which yeah, might have I already mean... been made. It's... God, they don't even mention the bio lizard that much in this. Like, he probably yeah. appears in one flashback, but... It's really weird. It's like it's very questionable that that whole sequence. Like just the fact that like Black Doom is when he shows it to you makes me think that it's not even canon. Right. I mean, I I do like the sort of unreliable narrator aspect of it, and and we have a bit of that as well. Which I know Charlie's gonna say we'll get to that, but there's a bit where halfway through one of the stories, Eggman will be like, "Oh, hey Shadow, uh, by the way, you're an android. Goodbye," and then Shadow will right. be like, "What is he talking about?" And uh, yeah. that gets and, more pro- problematic. <laughs> for just a whole bunch of other reasons. And but, <laughs> but what I like about it is that sh- the companion, I forget who it is that's with Shadow is like he's just messing with you. Like he's just trying to get inside your head. Well, and I if don't you think don't anyone get actually tells him that. It, yeah, I was going to say I don't I think that was with you before that. Oh, okay. oh, is it? Well, that's the end. Yeah, no, he's in the mission before that though when when he he hears about being an android. Yeah. Well, well, no, but I thought I thought you heard about being an android after the mission with Knuckles, but I could be wrong. Uh, there is like one mission. I don't. It's one mission where you fight Eggman as a boss, where he says you don't have a past. That might be. It's probably a digital circuit. Oh yeah, I think I think I thought it was the one that was after but, maybe the third or second right. mission where he sees an android, like Shadow sees an android, yeah. and then Eggman is like, they're all the same. Uh, pure. It's like the second to last pure neutral level. Yeah. So it is before. Uh, Right. Not Gamma. Definitely not Gamma. 
but I like that the inconsistency, if you find out that you could be or maybe are an android, and then you get an ending where that's not the case, you can just explain it as Eggman just, like, just trying to get inside Shadow's head. Yeah. And just lying. Mm-hmm. So, the second semi-dark level is it's quite a doozy. Uh, the dark mission is to kill the president, or at least destroy <laughs> yeah. his vessel, because it actually doesn't matter, because the cutscene after just shows him, like, being, like, escorted limping by the gun commander mm-hmm. so there's a there's a cutscene where the white house blows up i don't think <laughs> i didn't see that one i don't know if that actually it's, happened it's right before this mission so the okay. white house blows up and i'm like oh the president's dead right and then immediately after it cuts to the commander carrying the president okay because he's like before the mission he's like you need to come with us mr president like, like the commander is like, are you okay, Mr. President? And the president's like, never mind me. What about the people of Central City? They're gone. <laughs> yeah, they all died. No, they've all been evacuated. There were no casualties, I believe was the explanation. That's what they say about Westopolis, too. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and if you don't do that, Tails will be like, let's kill all the black aliens in here. And if you do that, that's problematic. Again, I'm going to get... <laughs> <laughs> the neutral part is really bad, but I can't get to it because I got to the semi-dark. But the assuming you creatures. get to the semi-dark by doing, like, whatever path brings you there, you go to the Black yeah. Comet. And I, I probably jumped around. I thought I, I forgot that this Sky Troop level, whatever it was, Air Force. I mean, here's the thing. The game jumps around. Yeah. So yeah. But you go to the Black Comet. Black Doom is like, we need to go here because the humans have found our place and we have to exterminate the humans. And Knuckles is like, let's just find the Chaos Emerald. Pretty much, pretty much all the plot happens at the end, you know? Yeah, because are... that's, like, the only one that matters to it is the one that happens right before the level. And that's also because if plot happened in the middle, then there would be a lot, a lot more room for inconsistency. Yeah. Excuse me. You just have to add more to the endings, and that's just not worth it. Yeah. But going to the Black Comet endings, pure dark uh, of that level, you face uh, Diablo and Sonic. Yeah. And... For that, basically, he dis- call- he calls himself the protector of Black Doom. It's not necessarily about destroying the humans, but I guess yeah. that's what it is since he wants the Black Comet to destroy the humans. I guess you're protecting Black Doom. Well, it's like it's like appreciating the person who helped him discover yeah. himself, I think, is basically the yeah. idea. But it, it's weird how it differs from like the, the, the true pure dark that we talked about earlier. Mm. Right. It's also weird how like it's like Shadow is still just an impressionable little kid for this inning. Yeah. Also, how many endings are there where Shadow laughs maniacally? I think that's like four. I think it's the, I think it's these dark endings, like all the four dark yeah. endings. I got two of them, and I was like, that's too many. <laughs> but if you do Hero, you don't face Diablo, and you fight the third and only other third final boss, which is the Egg Dealer. Eggman just shows up in the Black Comet, and Knuckles will help you and whatever. Basically, Shadow just kind of says... I know what's best for me. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> He's the master of his own life. It's a very, uh, it's a very uh, self-help book thing. Yeah. But he also kills Eggman at the end, which won't be the first. It's just not. It's there's gonna be some other endings where he kills Eggman. And he does. And he does kill Eggman. You hear a yeah from Mike Pollock and whatever. Yep. Yeah. With a karate chop. He gets him with that sick karate chop yeah. and then just rips his head off with his bare hands. So I'm gonna go into some of the neutral missions basically starting from Westopolis. Uh, the second one is Glyphic Canyon, which I guess, based on what Black Doom is telling, is like it's a fortress that the Black Arms put there long ago. So it's a flying fortress, and you can activate the jewels that make it to a flying fortress. 
and Knuckles is like, uh, kill the black aliens. It's the same as the last mission. Yeah. Yeah. But you go neutral. Surprise, surprise. And <laughs> it's also much better because there are more aliens than you oh, have to yeah, kill. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Honestly, I think that's, a, that's the same for, like, the, the black aliens in the, the Sky Fortress level. I keep butchering the, the name because uh, I don't know The pr prison jung jungle prison? No, uh, the one we were talking about. No, but also Jungle Prison, or whatever well, its name is. I think, yeah, that one might have enough humans to kill, because that's the mission of that one, which is the next one after Glyphic Canyon. Oh, snap. Charmy's like, uh, get the top secret discs. <laughs> but Black Tomb is like, kill more of these humans. It, it's also really nice to go out to Prison Island, and, you know, Shadow has memories of that. Quote Charlie 2019, it's really nice to go out to Prison Island. <laughs> but also, it's like, it's a toxic waste, because, like, you know, it blew up in Sonic Adventure 2. Yeah. So it's still wasteland, yeah. and it's interesting to see the aftermath. I wish it was a bit more blown up, though. Yeah, it's not well done. And you, you also find, like, mutated plant life, which I do not like. It's yeah. You can't kill them, also. It just respawns. I mean, it's Black Doom's mutated plant life. Yeah, that's how plants work. You can't kill them. I like the look of that mission because it is dark, but, like, you can see everything because everything is kind of green, and yeah. I kind of like that. I think that, like... It almost kind of goes for the chemical plant thing where you've got this, like, weirdly colored liquid. Yeah. What I don't get is they say it's yellow, but it's clearly green. Very clearly green. Yes, absolutely. The next neutral mission is kind of contradictory to, like, the last one where you're on the you're on that Sky Fortress again. And it's yep. in the air. And Eggman, yep. as the hero mission in this one, says <laughs> you need to destroy all this so that the, the, the basically the thing just sinks or whatever. Yeah. And then Black Team was like, well, fuck you. I'm going to blow up your ships. And you kind of see ships that are very reminiscent of uh, Sonic Heroes. The egg carrier character. Egg, yeah. egg carrier or the egg fleet. The egg fleet, not the egg carrier. You also get a little, you get actually pre-rendered cutscene too for that. Where Eggman's like, oh, I can't believe they're destroying all the thing that I was going to build my empire on. And send out the egg fleet. And then the egg pawns are like, wait, what? And then they go running. I it's love also, egg pawns. So this is stage four, right? Yes. Stage four of seven, is that right? No, so you said stage four. It's a fourth stage in like a run. Yeah, there are are there are there six or seven stages There's in six. a run, I forget. Okay. Six. There's six. I feel like three or four is pretty much the earliest like that's the first time Eggman comes in anywhere, right? No. He he appears in a third stage. Like I just talked about the castle stage, that was a third level. Oh, am I uh extremely dumb? Yes. Wait, isn't he in the second neutral level too? No. That's Knuckles. Oh, okay. It just it just involves yeah. like the, the concept of Eggman. <laughs> and assume you just keep going neutral because you hate yourself. This is the one that uh, Steve was talking about, where you just find a bunch of shadow androids, and Eggman's like, "You are the best of the best." Yada yada. And <laughs> it's hilarious, like seeing them in front of Shadow because they're just lower poly, poly models. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's so weird. Literally, just use Shadow's model again. Yeah. It's like, so why would they do it that way? I think way? it's just so you can differentiate them, but the, the problem is there are shadow android... I don't want to be uh, able to differentiate there them. There are shadow android models that actually look like basically Metal Sonic versions of Shadow in the multiplayer, but they don't use those models. Yeah, which would be dope if they did. They also, if you wanted to differentiate between Shadow and the androids, you could have just used the cool, like, yellow striped version that you also get in the two-player. Yeah. But honestly, I don't think you should be able to differentiate between them and Shadow because that breaks the illusion. That is true. Yeah, for sure. Like, oh, Shadow, you're an android. Oh, yeah? How do you know? Because you look so similar to these androids. 
to these paper dolls that I made. Yeah, and like in the stage, Omega, like the very first line he says to you is, "Are you the original?" And right. he yeah. kind of thinks you are, but really all he cares about is destroying Eggman's airship. Right, like it doesn't matter if you're the original as long as you're like an awake android that's willing to help. Yeah, yeah. And Eggman's the evil guy and just wants you to destroy the gun people again. But they're mostly all just robots. Except for like the Bigfoot, which I guess are piloted, and I always kill those because I want the the Gatling gun. The the really Yeah, good the dope gun. gun. Yeah. But assuming you go neutral, and uh, I'm gonna kinda relate to the other levels that you can get to before you get to this final neutral level. In this stage, it makes sense if you're, like, doing the, like, pure neutral path. He, like, starts laughing to himself and thinking of, like, the pod he was in, I think in Sonic Heroes, and he says, Uh, I'm not actually Shadow, I'm an android. And it makes sense yeah. he comes to that conclusion, because you saw the Shadow androids, but when you're in, like, the, uh... If you're in, like, Space Gadget, which is, like, the semi-hero level, or in the Sky Troops, you just come to that conclusion out of nowhere. To think right. that you were created by Eggman, you probably you probably could go there without even encountering Eggman, and it's just right. why? Yeah, why? But what are you gonna do? And you go to the final level, which is Lava Shelter, and the endings for this are kind of the same, but I guess not really. Either way, you face Eggman with Omega, and you kill Eggman at yeah. the end. Even if you don't work with Omega. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. If you help Eggman for the Dark Neutral. He basically declares himself as the replacement of the original Sh Shadow, and he sees himself as a stronger version of Shadow, kills Eggman. If you help Omega, Shadow calls himself Shadow Android. He might have called that in the other one, but he also says he's going to take over the Empire with an Android Empire. With Omega as his uh, loving wife, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. And he Can. kills Eggman. And, and then Waking Up plays. Yeah, by Julian Kay. Also, and it's lit. It's, it's great. And it's, Super lit. And it's, it's great. lit. Yeah, it's so lit. So I'm realizing how to articulate an issue I have with this game that I was trying to figure out what exactly the problem was because something felt off. And I'm realizing what it is is that in a game with a branching narrative, typically what you do is that the entire world is consistent, but your actions affect things. But in this game. The entire world is inconsistent, and your actions affect nothing. <laughs> Except for, like, the last one. I don't, I don't know. Like, it's weird. Instead of the present and future changing, on based on, changing based on your decisions, it's the past that changes based on your decisions. Yeah. And the present right. is almost entirely irrelevant. Like, everything that is happening is based on basically just you going into different rooms and seeing them, and they're all happening simultaneously. Yeah. So, like... What you've actually got is, and I kind of want to describe this, it feels almost like th there are shows sometimes that are, like, aired out of order. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, Fooly Cooly specifically is, like, the the first show I remember, like, doing this really well, is that, like, the things are just aired out of order. And I am i don't think this is the first example, it's just the first one I was introduced to. And, like, that show feels super weird, right? Like, obviously. Yeah. And I think that, like, that's on purpose because it's supposed to make you feel a little bit uncomfortable and unsure of what's going on because the protagonist is supposed to feel uncomfortable and unsure of what's going on. Yeah. yeah. And I think that, like, this game actually does that kind of well, which is that, again, Shadow's supposed to feel uncomfortable and unsure of what's going on in his own life and the order of events, and you feel that too? Yeah. And, like, whether or not that was on purpose, I think that, like, part of that is good for, like, making you the protagonist. Because you kind of just do feel like you're running around and, like, trying to remember what actually happened in Sonic Adventure 2, just like Shadow. <laughs> well, I, I mean, to a certain extent, I feel like Shadow feels really disconnected 
from what's happening. And, yeah. a, and a part of that is that he just literally has no opinion on what's happening until you make a decision. And then you can change your mind so he still doesn't really voice anything. Right. Right. Uh, well, and, and like also, Shadow doesn't sort of like, he remembers everybody, but only in image alone, basically. Like, he doesn't really remember how he feels about them, which is like also true for the player because a lot of Sonic characters have like character changes over the course of like the history of Sonic. And you also just kind of like see them in images, and like that's what you know them by, and not their personality. So like when SPO walks up to you, you're like, yeah, I recognize this guy, but I have no idea what his motivations are. And like that's true for Shadow too. Yeah, but it like it kind of sucks because I guess I no, it's not it's not good. Yeah, like I would I would much rather Shadow have an opinion. Like first of all, to make sure the characters actually stand out in a way other than their appearance and their voice, because. The only character who's really strongly characterized that you can interact with in a meaningful way is, I mean, I guess the gun general, you know? <laughs> like, like Black Doom is literally just, I'm pro-death. That's my only bit. Yeah. And the gun general has motivations that are kind of dumb, but we'll get into them. And, and that's, he's the best character, and that sucks. But at least yeah. if Shadow was like, oh yeah, this guy, I think he's really annoying. Then number one, we'd have some insight into Shadow's personality, and number two, it would inform decisions that we can make in the plot to be like, yeah, I think he's annoying, so me doing what he says, like, gives more impact to, to me actually, like, that thing actually happening. And also, maybe if literally anything I did had any consequence, like, maybe a decision that I make, it doesn't even have to come up later, like, it can just, I can just see what happens now that Charmy has the discs. Right. You know? like it, Which it literally never comes up. Yeah. It's, like, I get the discs, and then there's not even a cutscene afterwards with Charmy in it. Yeah. Well, technically there is, but I'll get into that. Yeah. Oh, I thought, but you can get to every ending without ever seeing Charmy, right? Because right? you can dodge that level there's altogether. Yeah. So like you can easily dodge. And, and I also feel like, like, there's bits where you just straight up teleport to different areas. And, yeah. I mean, that's actually most of them, is you teleporting to a different area. And particularly bad is the situation that I played like twice or three times or something like that, where Shadow, the cutscene starts with Shadow teleporting into a new area, which looks like Prison Island, but it's after Prison Island. Are you talking about where he gets teleported like to basically Iron Jungle, which is the second neutral level, like no matter where you are? Yeah. It's like literally just you go there just so Sonic can tell you that they're going to the Ark. Yeah, you get teleported to that place, and then Sonic is like, Hey, Shadow, we're going to the Ark. Want to come? And Shadow's like, Yeah, I mean, I guess. Because I don't know how to say no to people, I think. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. And then that's the whole cutscene, and then you're in the ship and aboard the Ark. Yeah. Which, also, that's like a ship that has, like, the Tornado 3 from Sonic Adventure 2, but with, like, a oh, giant-ass, yeah. like, spaceship behind it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the funniest part of, like, Shadow's personality is that in this game, he's kind of, like, the worst kind of pushover, where he won't, like, actually do what you tell him to, but he won't be able to articulate the fact that he doesn't want to, so sometimes he'll just do something else, or, like, two people will tell him something and he can't, like, actually define his own opinion, so he'll just end up going in a direction. Yeah, and it's especially weird because he's such an angsty character. Right, well, and also, like, it's not even peer pressure because he just doesn't always listen. Like, if you do the neutral route, basically just people are talking to you and you're, like, saying yes and then walking past them. That's That's the only route where I actually feel like Shadow has agency because he's actually ignoring people, which is a decision he's making. Right, which is hilarious because that's the path that's defined by not choosing something. Yeah. 
it's 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 really weird. It's a very and, weird. And I feel like game. it has to stem entirely from the fact that like you can play a stage having skipped the stage just to the left of it. Like you can play the the stages in a really weird order. So yeah. we just can't have direct consequences ever because mm -hmm. otherwise yeah. there will be contradictions. Yeah. Okay. So moving on to the semi-hero path, the, the first stage that kind of goes is a digital circuit, which if you do the hero ending to uh, Prison Island and get the top secret disc with Charmy, it kind of makes sense of why you might use it because Team Chaotix is trying to hack into Eggman's computer and then Shadow just walks in and karate chops it and it opens a portal yep. and he just jumps in and Veg is like, well... You might as well go with him, SBO. He's like, Roger. He jumps in after him. And yeah. that level is just hacking into the mainframe and going to these five terminals. Uh, Black Doom has set up bombs in this cyberspace, and you have to destroy all of them. And I remember that one being a very tedious mission. I haven't replayed that one recently, and quite frankly, I don't know if I want to. I think that's a game that gets better the the better spatial memory you have. Yeah, because it's a, it's a bit of a maze, because it's a, it's a large uh, network. Yeah. You have to yeah. memorize. You have sort of five, like, specific areas that you need to travel to to complete the good mission. It's and four, I think. to complete the dark mission, you need to stay in the center and activate, because that's all the bombs are in the center. But the center is this, This like, doesn't feel like plot to no, me. No, it's gameplay, right. but it's very cool, so... Well, the neutral ending also just remind, has you to go to one of the terminals, but you don't actually know which one. Oh, yeah. But he is right. The second... <laughs> sorry. I didn't. I did hope I didn't offend you by cutting you off like that. No, you're fine. It was just like this is super nitty gritty, and I didn't even play this level, so I cannot like add anything it's, to it. It's a very interesting level because literally the things that you do are different in the level, as opposed to every right. other level where you're playing through mostly the same level but doing something yeah. like yeah. you're going to the left. It's you know? very non-linear, like Central City, but there is a goal ring. Yeah, it's like hit all the points, but like yeah. this one isn't like that. Yeah. So the second semi-hero uh, level is is interesting. It's called Space Gadget, and the hero mission is basically you need to beat Sonic to the Chaos Emerald. But what I don't like about that mission is that you don't see Sonic. Yeah. Like Sonic references, oh, this is where we had that fight. Because it's the last, it's the last boss fight in Sonic Adventure for both Hero and Dark. Yeah. But like you don't see him, and it's just a time limit. And basically, you just do the neutral mission if you fail to beat him. I don't know if you can uh, select it manually or not. It's really weird. I don't and then believe Black you Doom can. Black Doom is just like, destroy those things in the pure dark route that you were going to do. Just destroy those defense mechanisms, and the dark will be defenseless. By the way, once you do that, you'll think you're an android, and then I will no longer be in your life, so get fucked. <laughs> I would like to say, well, you don't like that you can't actually see Sonic. It's much better than the opposite, which is you can see Sonic, but you cannot see how much time you have. Because as soon as as soon as you lose Sonic, either you're too far ahead or you're too far behind, you have no idea how much time you have. I left. mean, I would like it if there was like a you know like the bar a, at the bottom with the head. Yeah. In yeah, fact, that would, be... th that would be great for that stage and for the two stages where you have to, like, destroy something before it gets away. Sorry, I didn't hear Steven. You're talking about, like, the little meter 
at like the bottom of the screen, like if you're doing two player in Sonic Adventure too. Yeah, like the two player menu where it shows Sonic behind. Like that would be fine because it would also make it seem more fun. Like it's actually there's someone there playing with you. Like I would enjoy yeah, that for game. It would be really great, but they didn't yeah. do that. So what are especially because it's phrased as literally a race, like that Sonic has yeah. challenged you to. And it, it's really cool. I just wish that. There's also there's also something I like here, which is that you get neutral for failing, and I think that that paints neutral in a different way than any other mission that the game does, because most of the missions in the game paint like neutral as the shadow doesn't care about anyone route. Yeah. But in this case, neutral is the route where like you didn't care enough. Right, and I didn't care enough because this is the route I took when I first played this game. Right, and I feel like that's way cooler because it kind of like makes the player's actions actually feel connected to Shadow in a way yeah. that no other part of the game does. Yeah. There's like a path when you're inside the arc where like if you fail to do platforming it takes a long time because the elevators are terrible. <laughs> yes. To the game's credit, I think the more like in one direction you go, hero or dark, the easier the alternative path becomes relatively speaking. It's easier to become more neutral than to stay or uh, truly good or evil. Yeah, than to push against the flow, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I do like, even though those directions are both not very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that there are some things the game does well when it comes to its system. Yeah. Right. So, the next and final semi-hero level is Cosmic Fall, which is the one Isaiah referenced where you're, everything is falling on the arc, and there's no real narrative explanation. Uh, you're also preceded with this level with uh, the gun commander from previous cutscenes uh, holding a gun to your head, or Shadow's head, rather, and explaining his backstory of being a childhood what i said to you the player's head and as i said no not the player's head (laughs) (laughs) finish the game (laughs) but basically he just gives this childhood spiel of uh being childhood friends with maria and that she's her whole family or i guess he's not because he's very unclear my whole family died on that arc but basically (laughs) he witnesses professor gerald robotnik creating shadow with black doom and that horrifies him and also, he blames Shadow for killing Maria. Yes. Right. He clearly didn't play Sonic Battle because he would know that Shadow has Maria's soul and that he's kind of like the same person. Yeah. So he, I mean, I think he directly says, like, you're the reason Maria died. Oh, are yeah. they going to say that he directly said that he didn't play Sonic Battle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Project Shadow is what, like, caused things to go haywire and the government shut everything down. Yeah, but also, like, maybe blame... You know, the institution you're working for... Is the reason, yeah. I always found that very ironic. Literally, gun soldiers killed Maria. And you're going to blame Shadow the Hedgehog for being the thing that made gun soldiers kill Maria? My dude, you are commanding the gun soldiers. (laughs) Oh, I wish that was, like, something that was actually explained narratively, but... Yeah, like, like, I feel like that's an interesting concept if you, like, sort of investigate it. Yeah, like, unpack it a little. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it seems like a, a complete accident. It does, and also it especially seems like an accident because, like, gun is treated entirely differently in this game from the way they were before. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they just, they need a hero faction, and Sonic and his friends are just not enough to carry that on their own. So they it's, decide, it's... well, I guess gun is going to be here, even though you hated them in the last game. Because Sonic doesn't have, like, 4,000 friends that you can, like, wantonly murder <laughs> yeah. through the dark route. <laughs> yeah, not even the entire cast of a Sonic Heroes sans Big can be a, enough to convince you. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Big could have convinced Shadow, but we'll never know because he wasn't in this game. Well, I just mean that like there couldn't be missions that were like for 
Like, do the right. dark thing yeah. by killing the 30 kill, people kill because they're art. of Sonic's friends. Unless yeah. they just use, like, the random, like, furry OCs that they used in forces, but that's, like... Oh my god, what if, guys... Yo, what if, yo. What if the that's evil like 12 missions, years in the future. What? Hold it, guys. What if the evil missions are that you have to murder Flickies? <laughs> I was thinking the character creator in Sonic Forces, they like are harvesting the data of all the characters created and then they put those into a level, like in a later game. Into Shadow the Hedgehog. Into Shadow HD the Hedgehog remake. retroactively, yes. I mean, I would, be, I would be less guilty about killing them than humans. But... Shadow the Hedgehog 2. <laughs> This time, we mean it. Shadow the Hedgehog 2 mini OCs. Yeah. So you know how I said, like, the sucking up guns are how you kill humans? Yeah. yeah. If you go back to an area where you suck them up, you'll find them lying on the ground anyway, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. Oh, man. But it's, it's because the game, I mean, the game's E10, so even though now we can talk about killing people instead of having to use the word destroy, we still can't actually kill anyone. Right. Unless they're aliens. Unless course. they're yeah. aliens. Or off camera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In a, in a tragic backstory. Yeah, we can shoot Maria to death with an assault rifle off camera. Yeah. Honestly, you fight... It seems like a, a, like a, a mech killed her because you fight a boss and then you just suit because Maria's no longer there and you have Doom's Eye helping you. We all played Sonic Adventure 2. There's definitely like a brief cutscene where there's a hand holding a pistol. Yeah. And then like a close up on her face and then a gunshot sound and then like it cuts to Shadow like remembering it and he like right. like ho like looks at his fist. I just remembered uh, after Digital Circuit you or not or Mad Matrix. Mad Matrix is the one with SBO. You yeah. face Eggman after that cuz it's Eggman's network and He's like, you have no past to remember, and that's that's that. But I just want to briefly bring that up. But in Cosmic Fall, you have Vector, the last of the Chaotix, helping you out. He wants you to say it with me, everyone. Find the computer room! <laughs> and uh, Or you could just help Black Doom to get, get the Chaos Emerald, but he's basically irrelevant after you do that because Vector helps you out. Can I just say, I think it's funny that Vector just travels from computer room to computer room. Yeah, that's true, but when you help Black Doom and get the Chaos Emerald, you're with Vector, and then you fight Eggman with the Egg Dealer, because I guess, why not? <laughs> but then Shadow decides, I'm going to be the protector of the Ark, and I want you, Eggman, to get the fuck out. He doesn't kill him this time. He just wants him to get out. That's fair. It's also foolish. Eggman will launch a counter-assault. Yeah. I, I kind of like that. Honestly, I like the Cosmic Fall endings a little, even the, the hero one where you're with Vector defeating Black Doom, which is more depressing. So, I know you don't like that one. I think it's my favorite ending. Which one? The good ending for, for Cosmic Fall. I said it was one of my favorites. Oh, I thought you said you... All right, my bad. It, it's the most depressing. Yeah. It, it's basically he takes what the gun commander took and just kind of says, yeah, I'm an experiment gone horribly wrong. And Vector's like, well, no, it's not that bad. And he's like, come on. And that's the end of it. And then <laughs> yeah, you hear the slow guitar of The Chosen One by A2. Shadow distinctly says, I should never have been created. He's, yeah. it's, this game is emo. I'm, I'm really into the fact that uh, the only character with any motivations whatsoever actually gave Shadow a genuine change of heart. Like, actually made him reconsider his existence in a way that learning that he was an android couldn't even do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
To be fair, I think that I would have a lot of apathy if I found out that I was not born. I, <laughs> I guess so. But like, like literally being like, oh man, he thinks that I'm the reason the person that I care about the most died. That makes me sad. That's the only time Shadow expresses any emotion that, that isn't maniacal laughter and thinking humans are disgusting. Is confusion an emotion? I mean, technically, but it's also just the only state of the game. Yeah, it's like, like the it's, base state. Even even though he's like, I should never have been created, somehow you still get a sense of confusion in there anyway. He's like, I shouldn't have been created? Okay. <laughs> Alright. I mean, I guess I accept this. I'm going to go down the pure hero path, so I'm going to have to yes. back up back to like the hero in Westopolis, where you go to Lethal Highway, and Black Doom's like, get the Chaos Emerald. But then Sonic's like, let's go destroy that black tank, which is you know one of the destroy missions that we've been talking about. And it but, sucks. And no matter which ending you do, Black Doom is like, I am sending Black Bull to destroy you because I hate you. I guess. <laughs> also, this needs to be said, because I didn't say it last week. With the missions where you have to destroy a moving target, if you die and respawn at a checkpoint, the target doesn't go back to where it was when you landed on the checkpoint. It stays where it was when you died. So you can just never catch... Like, you can try to catch up to it, but you've already lost so much ground. If right. you die once, you just can't complete that specific mission. It does rubber band a bit with your location, I think, though. Yeah, but it sucks. Yeah. Yep. But... If you do the pure hero, you go to Circus Park, and it's preceded with another iconic line, saying it with me, Where's that damn fourth Chaos Emerald? With, uh, damn not being emphasized in caps, but fourth emphasized in all caps. Yeah, it, the <laughs> subtitles are really weird. Like, they just capitalize words because of theming, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. And not because of emphasis. Right. And then you see Tails go by like, wow, this is Eggman's theme park. Whoa! And he crashes. He's like, I guess I'm going to go find the Chaos Emerald that Tails had, but... Yeah. That's an amazing sequence. Yeah. But that's the neutral path. If you want to do the evil path, you help Eggman defeat the gun army again. But for Tails, it's an interesting mission because you have to collect 400 rings, which isn't as bad as other games because you only lose like 10 or 20 rings after getting hit. Yeah. And I actually did a what Steven suggested in the last uh, recording where I used the egg gun to suck up rings, and that was pretty helpful. The problem yeah. is that you can't really use that on the, the, the little balloon minigames, but those ones are kind of tedious anyway. Right. But I still got an A rank doing it with the egg gun, so it's not a bad idea to use it. It's also not too hard to just, like, swap guns really quick if you remember where you put it down. Right. Yeah. But I just skipped them all together. And this is just, like, in the dark path where you just, you're in an Eggman place for some reason and Black Doom is nowhere to be seen. In the next level, you actually don't fight the Egg Breaker in this level, interestingly enough. You fight him fight him Iron Jungle, which I forgot to mention, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. But the next one, you kind of get a little bit of a... Because I liked how in Central City you were with the Black Arms, like, about to attack Central City. In this one, you get go back to the Gun Commander, and one of the subordinates like, We have contained the Black Aliens out of Westopolis and into a jungle. And in that level, you've helped Rouge to just kill them all. So... This is a very problematic World War II vibes I'm getting from it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where you're basically in an internment camp and killing everyone. Yeah. Exterminating the... Uh... Black Doom's like, we should probably get out of here because we're going to get killed. Black Doom's like, we should probably get out of here, Shadow. I don't know if these, these the kids are ready for this. But yeah. also, it doesn't matter again, because at the end of the level, Black Doom is like, 
uh, here's the black bull again to destroy you because I hate you. <laughs> yeah. And also, you can only access this level by doing the pure hero, so it's very likely that you face the black bull again. You just fight it again. And, and also, the second fight is so much better than the first one. Like, you can face two gun mechs as a boss, but they're different gun mechs. Right. I also, like, I wish that it looked more different for the second fight. I don't know if there's any difference on it visually, but, like, it's definitely not different enough. Yeah. I mean, the Death Ruins, which is this level, is a lot easier because the bolt, Black Bolt doesn't move around, and you have easier access to guns, so it's a lot easier to kill him, and I love the boss more, but, like, it adds, like, this rail that doesn't matter. Like, you're supposed to go around <laughs> and shoot him, but, like, he doesn't even move, so there's no motivation to use a rail. You just go on the spring, shoot his eye, go on the spring, shoot his eye, yeah. It's, I mean, even when you use the rail, it's so much more fun to fight because you have so much more agency than the first fight. Because the yeah. first fight is wait for him to spawn the things that let you get up to him and then hit him three times and then repeat the cycle right. way too many times. Yeah, and in this, it's go up on the rail and then hit him. And if he tries to hit you first, move out of the way and then bop him. And it's so much more active. The thing is with like the... What is it? The Lethal Highway version is that, like, you can go back. You can go, like, opposite of the Black Bull and find enemies to get guns from. And then, yeah. basically, you just have to wait until you get Chaos Control, where the eye will always be exposed, so you can just spam your bullets because you have infinite ammo at that point. Yeah. But that's that's Death Ruins. And then that's the point where, if you do the hero mission, or even, I think, even if you do the Dark One, uh, Sont, you just get transported to Iron Jungle for some reason. Like, hey, we're going to Ark. You want to join us? Yeah. Assuming you did Pure Hero, because that's what we're talking about. You're in the Ark. Or you're, no, you're in the spaceship, rather, because you're actually going to the Black Comet. There's a Chaos Emerald powering the ship. And he's like, a Chaos Emerald? Are you guys kidding? This is like taking candy for a baby, which is fine by me. And he God. karate chops, like, the system. And then, like, <laughs> sirens start going out. And then uh, Shadow has a Ark flashback. It's yep. so unnecessary for him to say, which is fine by me. But the <laughs> yeah. fact that he says it... He has to be the edgy role model we all need in our It makes the scene so much better. He's like, I definitely know what babies are because I was born and am not a robot, and I am fine with attacking other babies because I have to take the like lead in the pack. <laughs> I have no memory of my childhood, but I presume it was filled with candy. <laughs> This is the uh, this is that iconic level lost impact where you have to kill worst level 40, 40 uh, artificial chaos which take a lot of hits yeah. but aren't really that bad but like it's finding them that's the difficult yeah. part. Alternatively, you could just go to cosmic fall by just finding the exit. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you basically kind of get that motivation from Maria by completing that level, and then you go to the pure hero final level which is called Final Haunt which is on the Black Comet. Pretty much you can either help Black Doom or you can help Sonic get to Black yeah. Doom. Black Doom just like has you activate defense systems to protect him, but if you help Sonic, you just go straight to him. It, it's weird that the that the Destin like level objective, like for the hero, it's like you just go to the end, unlike for like the pure dark, which is like yeah. you have to destroy something. Well, I think it, it makes sense because the hero super meter is go real fast, and the dark super meter yeah, is Yeah, but that's the stuff. only time that it actually matters for, like, yeah. the hero. Yeah, like the one time. For most of the game, those meters don't match up at all. Yeah. 
if you do the dark mission, you fight uh, Sonic and Diablon, and this one's kind of interesting, because it still gets a hero fanfare, and it, I guess it makes sense. He basically uses this fight as a way to prove that he's a better hedgehog than Sonic. Yeah. Like, he's not going to conquer the world or anything, he's just a better hedgehog. <laughs> but if you help Sonic, you fight Black Doom, and he keeps the promise to Maria that he's going to protect the Earth, basically. Yeah. And that's really uh, all there is to the main story mode. Can I say, I know this is more gameplay than plot, but this game has a serious problem with recycling bosses, and it's the worst when it comes to final bosses. Yeah. There's only, like, what, four? There are three, three. final bosses. Oh my god. One you and face ten. four times, the others you face three times each. And there's ten endings. I mean, really, like, the neutral ending has two of the same ending, and you even get check marks for both of them if you beat it, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. The reward you get for being an ending is you get a special weapon that appears in Shadow Crates, and if you beat the ending twice, of like, a particular level, like the second ending, uh, you get more ammo for that weapon. Yeah. Oh, that's, like, upgrades? That's cool. Yeah, I, I do like that. the final story, you get the Shadow Rifle, which is basically the most powerful gun in the game. That checks it's out. It's like a one-shot that kills everything every time it hits? Pretty much. Cool. It's like really overpowered against like the destroy the tank thing. I think I think it sucks because those three bosses are not that good anyway. I mean, I like Egg Dealer just because I like slot machine bosses. Yeah, and it's I like definitely fast. don't like Diablon and I don't really like Black Doom. Black Doom is probably my favorite of the three because at least you have to constantly move around. Yeah. Uh, which is extremely not the case for Diablon. Because it's just, like, stand in front of him, then he attacks, and then you attack him for a couple seconds and deal, like, a twentieth of his health bar. Right. The thing I don't like about Diablo on a Black Doom is that you basically, for the most part, need a weapon, but they don't give you a lot. Egg yeah. dealer, you could just attack with a homing attack and you're fine. They're just, they're bullet sponges, or if and you don't have guns, too. it's uh, homing attack sponges. Yeah. <laughs> And, as we've established, when you're homing attack of the same enemy multiple times, you're not really sure if you'll hit them again, or if you'll jump off a cliff and die. Yeah, you should only ever have to homing attack an enemy three times. Yeah. No matter what the enemy is. <laughs> right. That enemy can be a boss, that enemy can be Sonic the goddamn Hedgehog three times. Next. Like, uh, other bosses, uh, one Sonic of the- Sonic is literally there just as an asset to help you defeat Diablon, he doesn't really have any narrative purpose. Like, I fought, I fought Diablo on, on Final Haunt, so I assumed that I would face whatever character was in that level to be with Diablo. Like, I would face uh, Rouge and Diablo or yeah. Diablo, but that didn't happen. I was a little disappointed. And it even, it narratively makes sense in Final Haunt for Sonic to be there, but it doesn't really for other stages. Yeah. Do we want to talk about, do you want me to talk about the final story? Do you want to talk about uh, voice acting? I, mostly, I just want to say the black doom sucks and like that's both for character and for voice acting what's your problem with my voice actor so <laughs> do you want to play a game we experienced <laughs> a bit of this in sonic rush yeah but it's in this game that you definitely figure out that the entire voice cast has been replaced and i yeah. think yep. this was due to um the original voice for eggman dying so they just decided to do an entire recast and replace them with uh the voice cast of uh, Sonic X, which is the anime that was airing around the time before. To be fair, is mostly a good voice cast. It is a really good voice cast. I, you know, I still have a soft spot for the original, but they're 
they're a pretty solid choice of casting. Sonic's great, Shadow's great. Eggman is obviously great because he survived the last recasting they did. Yeah, and and yeah. he is probably my favorite Eggman voice actor, period. But Eggman never had, like, I don't think Eggman's ever had a bad voice actor. Yeah, I think I agree. Have you ever, like, heard what Eggman says, like, after you defeat him, the egg dealer? He just goes, ooh, oh! <laughs> it's great. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh, no. I also, I also like when, like, he faces Eggman, he's like, I'm an android, and he's like, yes! And the show's like, what? <laughs> like, with that intonation. There's a bit where, God, I don't even remember the context, but, like, Shadow says something that's like, yeah, so I'm I'm evil now or whatever, and then uh, the general at one point goes, you? <laughs> like, it's, there's something about video game voice acting that it doesn't even matter if the voice actors are good in video games that they just can't be good like as of this at at this time period like Mm -hmm. eventually like in 2008 nathan drake is born and we figure out hey turns out people who know how to direct film can also know how to direct game sequences yeah i don't actually know if 2008 is the year but i was like 2007 or 2008 Somebody found out that you can just go to Hollywood and learn how to direct and then come back and then that can apply for games. Or just, like, try it all. Or, like, like maybe give the voice actors access to the entire script so that they can yeah. know literally who they're responding to when they talk. That'd be nice. Yeah, the first Uncharted game came out in 2007. Oh, wow, it was actually pretty close. Yeah. It was, like, it was definitely an early title for the PS3. Yeah, I was going to say, it had to be either 2007 or, like, late, late 2006, because it had to have been, like, early title for the PS4. PS3. Oh, sorry, PS3. Something that bugs me about the game's cutscenes that I guess is a hindsight thing is, like, future games, pretty much every game with a, like, branching narrative after this, do a thing where within what one cutscene, like, several different things can happen based on decisions you make. And the player doesn't have to know that there are, like, computations being done mid-cutscene. And in this game, all the computations happen in between cutscenes. What? No, hold it. That's not true. Like, nothing in the cutscenes ever changes. You just get to different rooms, and then the cutscene is part of the room. That's that's what I'm saying, is that... Right, there's no no computation at all. Yeah. There's no, like... (laughs) And in, like, Life is Strange, and I know it's literally a narrative game, so that's what it's all about... You, like, decisions you make earlier will just show up in the middle of a non-interactive sequence, like, very casually and seamlessly. And I feel like this game could seriously have used something like that. Yeah, but, like, we didn't really have anything like that at the time. Yeah. As far as I know. I don't, I mean... Especially not in, like, a platformer. Was was something like that in Silent Hill, do you know? Silent Hill had multiple endings, but I don't think it had anything that contextual sensitive. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and that's why I say this is probably a hindsight thing, because whoever came up with that idea was a genius. Well, they were just right. Like, they were just trying to write something. I don't think Shadow the Hedgehog was meant to be as... Like, clearly they wanted something in the narrative. Yeah. But I still think that, like, a lot of this game is just cribbed in, like, old design concepts and stuff like that, and then, like, a couple new ideas. I don't know, because I, like, I feel like the game's mechanics were designed 
with narrative in mind. Like, this game was designed you to... You cannot be... tell me that the game's mechanics were designed with narrative in mind when you have to kill 30 people in the first level. Look, <laughs> look, I'm not saying the mechanics are good, but, like, the entire... You cannot tell me that, like, get the secret discs is, like, something that was designed with a narrative in mind. You just can't tell me. The entire level, like, structure was... You decide which branching path you go down. Isaiah, I want you to tell me that the narrative was in mind when they made it so that in the first level you are allowed to kill 29 police officers without being considered evil. <laughs> as long as you don't kill that 30th one, you're still good. Yeah, like I want you to say out loud, the game was designed with the narrative in mind. It's not genocide if you leave one of them alive. The game, I think, started out as... I mean, first of all, it started out as a concept, what if Sonic had guns? Like, that definitely was the first thing. But, well, yeah. if you started out, no matter what, you're in Westopolis. <laughs> so the game starts out in Westopolis, yeah. No, the game concept was, what if Sonic had guns? And then they thought, no, wait, we need somebody else, somebody edgier, Shadow, right? But I think the sort of narrative conceit of the game is, like, learn more about Shadow through his decisions. Right. And mechanically, the decisions you make influence where you go. It's just they that don't, it, though. It's just that it doesn't in a way that's successful at all. Like, it's no, just... No, here's the thing. Like, the only part of you that, like, or the only part of the game that gives you information about Shadow is the endings. So, like, that's the only part. And those don't have anything to do with the mechanics at all. Because you just, at the end, you pick, like, left or right, and that's how you get your ending. So, like, none of the gameplay mechanics are relevant at all. It's just, like, do you go left or do you go right? Yeah. So I still don't think that this game was designed with, like, the narrative being the focus. I think that there was, like, a separate writing team and a separate game design team is what happened. Which is not the case for, uh, like, stuff like Until Dawn or stuff oh, like... Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. Until Dawn and, and Life is Strange, and th those games are definitely, like... The writers are the focus, for sure. And definitely the gameplay was the focus for this game. But I think... I don't know. Like, narrative was given a priority in a different way. I don't think... It, like, here's the thing. I don't think that it was given a priority by the people making the game. I think it was, like, there was a separate writing team and a separate game development team. And, yeah. like, that's not the case. Like, the, the thing isn't that there's more focus on narrative in stuff like the last of us it's the the teams are working together like yeah. they're sending each each other information back and forth so you can design the game in a way that makes it like flow well with the writing so that you don't end up in like you know a 10 minute level with no meaningful dialogue so so do which you happens 25 times this game or whatever <laughs> yeah. so so do you think like a game designer said hey what if we had branching paths hey writers write something that branches and then yeah. the writers were like well i'm shadow because okay well, yeah, and that's why, like, even though, you know, all the paths have different names, every time that you enter an area, it doesn't matter where you entered it from, the same thing happens. Because the writers yeah. just wrote this level, and then they wrote... How, how many levels are there? There's uh, 1 plus 6 plus 15? Yeah. So that's 32? Yeah, somewhere around there. I just, like, it's it sucks, because, like... The deeper you go into the way this game functions, the more of a tragedy it is that better decisions weren't made. Like, yeah. and I think obviously that's true on the surface because this game, like, is a meme, I guess. But there are a lot of, like, good concepts that half of which are accidental. And it just, like, I don't know, it's it's rough to see so much, I, I guess, it just so much lost potential on Shadow the Hedgehog the video game. Yeah. Also, I should note that there are 22 levels plus 10 bosses. Even okay. though, like, two of those are actually the same boss. 
yeah. should have made that clear because I said I said some numbers and I forgot to put the ten at the end of my sentence. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the final story. I so hold on. I've got a question really quick. Okay. Our show up and very very quick. Our show up until now has like professed to be a casual look at Sonic games. Yeah. And yet we've been talking about these games as if we completed them 100%. Well, I definitely did for a lot of the recent ones just because I love them right. enough that I know them by heart, but But that's my point. You're not a casual player. Like you didn't play this game the way you played like Sonic Chaos for the Game Gear. Yeah. I am also, I'll admit, I'm not a casual player for Shadow the Hedgehog. I've played this game many, many, many times. All right, the podcast is canceled. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> well, like what I was going to say was do you think we need to talk about the final story, or do you think that should be left on the table? I guess we don't, like... I'd like to, just because it's interesting, but I guess it's up to you guys. Probably the most interesting part of the game's narrative. I just think that, like, if we're going to talk about it, I think it's fine. Because, again, we did that like, for we Sonic Adventure over 2. Sonic Heroes one pretty, pretty briefly, anyway. So, right, well, yeah. and that's specifically why I want to talk about this, because it felt like once we got to this era of Sonic, our show sort of shifted in an obvious way, because this is the yeah. era of Sonic that we are all more familiar with. Yeah. This episode is also getting kind of long, so I, well, I that I, I mean, that Yeah, that's fine. We also just skipped the story entirely in Sonic Rush, so now I'm just kind of like... I I mean, I feel like like I, I asked that we like skim the story for Sonic Heroes instead of having a part two, number one, because I didn't like playing the game and did not want to keep playing the game, and yeah. number two, because as I was playing the game, I was realizing that the story was really a joke, and and it, it wasn't really important at all, and uh, I sort of felt like, it, to a much less mean extent, the same was true of Sonic Rush, which is that the plot was just kind of there and didn't really contribute as much as it does to, for example, Sonic Adventure 2 or Shadow. You also played Sonic Story, which is not as interesting as Blaze of Story. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. But that's the thing, is that you didn't play the whole story because you're not supposed to. Yeah. Like, that's not that's not what our show was supposed to be about in the first area, and that's why I want to talk about it, especially with this game, because I think it's important, because this game has a big ending that most people won't ever see. Yeah. So... My question for you guys is, do you want our show to A, be about like playing the games from a casual casual perspective, to B, be about playing the games that we like just more, and then like talking about them in a way that's very clearly biased, or do you want the show to like C, be about like playing the games as much as we can, and if we don't get to the end, then we look up the end so we can still accurately describe it? I mean, I think, I think B is the most accurate reflection of how this podcast has been. Because well, especially in the past few weeks, because we've been playing a bunch of like varying quality games. Lately. <laughs> yeah, I obviously have a lot of opinions of this game's both its gameplay and its narrative, and that comes from an immense familiarity with it, which which I just don't have with Sonic Two for the Game Gear. Right. I don't know. I mean, I think I think we should like the the podcast. Ultimately, it's casual when we're not familiar and then really a deep dive when it's our game i guess because yeah. we just can't help but do it that way i just wanted to make sure we were aware of that yeah no and, and i think in. that's important because i sort of i sort of lost sight of it over the course of this specific episode in particular well and i do think that like I, the reason i brought it up for this game specifically is because most people will never see the final ending of this game because of how much you have to play it that's true Whereas with Sonic Adventure 2, you can rip through that really fast and get to the end. So I think it makes sense for us to talk about it there. Yeah. Same thing with Heroes. You can like, you can rip through Heroes pretty quick 
but like we didn't talk about the final ending very much because for one it's not interesting and for two you do have to beat that game four times yeah so i just wanted to double check and make sure why we were giving shadow different treatment anyway go ahead with the final story if you'd like to i just want to say that the last level has really good final level music it involves yeah. you it involves like chaos control being a very important thing so you want to be killing enough aliens to build it up and it's it's really fun just kind of moving around and shooting aliens but you know basically black doom says yeah we're gonna enslave the race and i'm using the chaos emeralds i used you to get the chaos emeralds everyone's like what no surprise. stop but black <laughs> alien paralyzes them with gas and has the little slug guys try to eat them even though it takes a damn long time for them to do it yep but they're still able to communicate you via telecommunication or something like that and yep. then you face a, after the final story level. You forgot to mention, and I might be misremembering this detail, but I think it is important if it's true. Shadow becomes unfrozen through sheer force of will. Yes, he did. He's literally, he's frozen and he's like, I just need to believe, like, I just need to get angry enough to be unfrozen. And then he just is unfrozen. The, the funny thing is, Omega is the only character that doesn't appear in the last story at all. <laughs> and he could have been with everyone, but that would also mean he wouldn't be affected by the gas. Yeah. Yep. I just wish Omega was in it, but that's neither here nor there. But anyway, after the level, Team Chaotix are in the arc because they found the computer room. And they can't get the computer to work until Charmy just bashes it with his stinger. Because that's, yeah. how, that's how you fix computers, people. You just hit them really hard. He learned it from Shadow. Yeah. You learned it from you, Dad. You know what's really funny is I've been playing through... This is a tangent. I've been playing through Kingdom Hearts 2, and there's literally a <laughs> this bit... This is a tangent. There's literally a bit where Sora, like, hits a computer, and the computer gets mad, and he's like, you're going to get put in the computer, and then he goes into the computer after hitting it. And I'm Amazing. like, Sora, are you Shadow the Hedgehog? And also, a worse game? Anyway, that's not... Hey, a... I got one question for you, is it? Yeah. Is that the, is that the worst level of Cage 2? Um, no, Atlantica. Yep, alright, good to go. <laughs> alright. You get, after they do a thing, they unleash a transmission from Robotnik, Gerald Robotnik. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry, I should never have done the deal with those creatures. Well, he just says, I should have never made contact with that comet, because 50 years uh, ago. Yes, yeah. And then he's like, oh, you must stop them, Shadow, even though I'll be very vengeful later on, which was in the last game, and yada yada. And Maria's like, oh, I know Shadow can do it. And then Shadow's like, yes, I can. And he goes super Shadow and fights Devil Doom, which is an interesting boss. I don't mind it. It's it's challenging enough, I guess. It's more about getting rings. That's the biggest challenge. But I guess that's any supersonic fight, yeah? Right. But you, you beat Black Doom. Also, he uses Chaos Control on the Comet, uh, Black Doom does, to put it into the, basically over Earth, and like, it puts roots in there or whatever. And people are like, that's impossible. I'm like, bitch, you used <laughs> it on the Ark, which is probably roughly the same size. So don't yeah. tell me that's impossible <laughs> to use Chaos Control on an object that large. But at the end, Shadow does Chaos Control on the Comet again. And then either he or the Chaotix use the Eclipse Cannon on the Ark to destroy it. Uh, genocide, and everyone's fine, everyone's saved, everyone's off the comet that was never shown or explained, and they Quote, go, well, I guess genocide, now that no one has those chaos fine. emeralds, I'm gonna go take <laughs> over the world, and Knuckles like, oh no, you don't, and everyone laughs, and that's the end, and freaking, uh, what's, that, what's that name of that song? Never Turn Back. Uh, never Turn I, Back, sorry, yeah. So, this ending, 
like literally says, hey, whatever, every ending that you got before this is irrelevant because Shadow the Hedgehog actually gets to decide what he is. Like, he doesn't yeah. have to be defined by other people. And that, I think that's pretty cool. I think that's a neat message. Uh, what I don't like is the entire concept of Gerald Robotnik teaming up with a Satan alien, which <laughs> I think is is a pretty good, like, he talks like this, and talks about like wanting to kill humans all the time, which I feel like he probably brought up uh, 50 yeah, years ago. Yeah, he uses blood to create Shadow, so he's able to control Shadow and some yeah, capacity. But also, like, Gerald did this when he was trying to create the ultimate life form for, like, health purposes, <laughs> not for war purposes, and then later he goes, oh, I should never have done that, and then later again he goes, I definitely should have continued to do that. Yep. How does he have two changes of heart? Story is not the Sonic series strong suit. I, because I really think this game, like, just ignores the, like, character bible for, for Shadow's actual origin in Sonic Adventure 2. They take right. like they just change details to make it convenient for this story. I mean, it's so like blatantly obvious that Black Doom and his army have never been a part of the Sonic series up oh, until yeah. ten minutes before this game was like in the oven. Of course. So like already, it's obviously like a dumb retcon that Shadow the Hedgehog has alien blood. That just doesn't make sense. He doesn't even really look like the aliens. Yeah, other than he's black. Well, he's and not red. even the same. Like the aliens are kind of like dark purple. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, you know, I guess. The bio-lizard kind of looks pretty similar to the black aliens in terms of palette swap. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Like, he's yeah. uh, he's got, like, the same muddy textures and stuff, and he has, like, the same weird floppy vibe. But we never talk about the bio-lizard, so... Because nope. it's obviously not a deep part of Shadow's interconnected, like, birth lore and, and stuff. Also, what I don't like is that you see, like, the gun commander and the president, like, oh, I guess we should honor Joe Robotnik even though he tried to kill us because we tried to kill him. It's yeah, really and weird. then like attacked like the entire world in like a straitjacket with a recording where he was like, "I'm gonna blow you up." Yeah, yeah, it's... like that was also for real though. He was in front of a firing squad during the filming of that video, right? Yeah, <laughs> like it's I just, don't remember if we talked he got about insane, it. I guess I don't know. It's man, thumbs up, thumbs down. This game, uh, the game story, just. Uh, the game in general, did we give a thumbs up, thumbs down last time? We, I don't we, gave, we gave the yeah. mechanics a thumbs up last time. It got three thumbs up. I think the story for me is a thumbs down if you bundle it all together. I mean, bundling it all together, I'm giving it a thumbs up, but like the story is kind of a thumbs down. I think I think uh, like on an individual... Oh, well, no, 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 sorry. I, when I said that when you bundle it all together, I meant bundling the stories together. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's parts I do like, but it's probably a thumbs down. There are definitely some good moments... But I think even when you take an individual, like, run of the game, it still doesn't really feel very satisfying. No, yeah. yeah. Like, that's what I'm getting at. Is it, like, any individual run is not going to feel good. The com the combination of all ten, like, ending runs isn't going to feel good. Obviously, playing all 340 or whatever, it, like, is not going to feel good for a narrative. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm also giving it a thumbs down. I would really like to read, like, a very good fanfiction just taking the concept of this game and making it actually, like, make sense and keeping the continuity with Sonic Adventure 2. Like, I'm fascinated by the concept of the game, but the execution is very clumsy. Poppy. You'll almost never hear me say this. Yeah. Like, seriously, this is an insane thing for me to say, but I think that Aliens ruined this game. <laughs> I think even, 
the concept of aliens helped create Shadow is not that bad. It's the no, it's terrible. It's the fact. It's very bad. It's the fact that they're Satan aliens. That's no, that's just like rote. But like, here's the thing. Yeah. If so, Sonic is supposed to be about industrialization, right? Yeah. If Shadow was supposed to be about like religion and like stuff like that, like whether or not aliens are ruining religion, I know that sounds weird. Yeah. But like, it, it, like nature versus science to me feels kind of like religion versus science as well. And yeah. if aliens were coming to attack like Shadow's belief in souls and stuff like that then that would be dope, but it's not written like that, first of all. Yeah. And second of all, aliens have so not been a part of Sonic, and they were not introduced when Shadow was introduced. So this doesn't feel core to Shadow's character, and yeah. it does not feel core to Shadow's character later, because we don't get aliens again until we have Wisps, which, are they aliens? They're kind of aliens, right? Wisp, I mean, aliens. technically Sonic is the alien, because you're on their home planet. Oh, you go to Wisp planet, that's yeah. right. Well, but, like, there's... there's intelligent life outside of yeah. the world that and, we understand and they fit into their game because really well yeah yeah because it's not like like it doesn't it doesn't they don't inject themselves into sonic's backstory right they don't like it's not sonic is not a wisp sonic was not born as a wisp yeah so like the aliens feel like a retcon to give shadow more depth than he already had and he didn't need any more depth because yeah. the more depth only really adds like two or three confusing endings <laughs> yeah so yeah, I think aliens ruin this game, but like, I'm the big, I love aliens. I am very big on like, weird designs and stuff like that, and when those things get like, injected into a situation that should be normal, I think it can add a lot. Just somehow it didn't here. You know what's, what's really interesting is that the best version of Shadow the Hedgehog might honestly just be Shadow's episode of Sonic Battle. Of him well, like, yeah. making peace with his own, like, being created as a weapon, but still having a soul. Right, but we just cribbed that in, like, a story that's about him instead of Emerald. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, uh, if there's a fan fiction out there that fixes this game's story, hit me up at twitter.com slash Isaiah Games. That's I-S-I-A-H Games. You can follow me at Draws Charlie, where I draw something every day. Did you like that transition into the plugs? Yeah. All of our plugs for the podcast itself are just no spin dash zone. There is not a the behind any of them. It's no spin dash zone at Gmail. It's at no spin dash zone it's slash no spin dash zone on twitch uh twitch.tv slash yeah no that's right yeah at no spin dash zone for twitter not any other social media yeah i mean i could like if you want i can make an instagram if there's an outcry for it i can make an instagram for the podcast but i don't think that's really <laughs> worth it our our audio only podcast gets a picture only social media i mean that feels right right yeah it actually kind of does feel right now that i say it out loud but yeah shout out the hedgehog the entire package, thumbs up. The gameplay, thumbs up. The plot, mm, thumbs down. Thumbs down, yeah. Yeah. See you guys next week for Sonic Riders. All right. I don't know what that was. Bye. Bye. Bye.
We'd like to thank the LAG Network for making our episodes available on platforms like iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and lots more. If you're listening on YouTube and you'd like to keep up with our episodes on one of these audio platforms, just search for the LAG Radio Network and follow their feed.